I ain't trying to do what everybody else doing Just cause everybody doing what they all do If one thing I know, I fall but I grow I'm walking down this road of mine, this road that I go home So am I Acknowledging the fact that, you know, entrepreneurship can be a lonely journey. You'll be misunderstood, you'll be broke, you'll be depressed and go through so many disappointments through your journey. And yet, 
Yet we, we, we are never told about this until we find out for ourselves. Society also teaches us that if we fail, that we are just not good enough. Hence, we are afraid to talk about our failure and learn from them. Coffee Talks with Entrepreneurs is not a platform about how to get rich quick, but rather a platform to share experiences on starting a business. The heart aches in running a business and failures we had to go through on the journey. Um, it's a platform to connect people, to build relationship, a platform that acknowledges that failure is not a bad thing, but an integral part of learning. It's a platform of anyone who is on a mission to build something that is meaningful. So today in uh, today's podcast, we're going to talk about the power of vulnerability because that's one thing that uh, most people are afraid to jump into. And as a result, they die with their art. They die with their talent because they are not able to just jump off just like any entrepreneur would do. So we're going to dwell into that uh, in the next uh, uh session we're just gonna play one track um i'm gonna give you nay featuring given uh zulu the name of the track is called ingwe and then as soon as uh, we've uh, listened to that beautiful gem and then we're gonna get straight into it you are listening to coffee talks with entrepreneurs Go analyzon and dabum tian. Goon Dominiguan. In Tombe Yingos, the ghost the Tiwa. I sabugelo guac. Landed in the O one one from the O three four back in O one three. I was hungry. I was selling weaves on the streets for the cheese on I believe I booze that was ever gonna spot. Now I'm in a ten K weave couldn't man. Cookie thirty five K couldn't man. I do it for the little girl, I've been beating my first straight from the slum deep down in Mlaz. Bank when I was with you now, oh yeah, was it? Zimba bala bala ingwe. I'm a real one, but you're crazy. Man, I'm A1, no man, get an S3. Stefan, Saras, Bayat. What's in your color, Miss Rat? It's a local, yes, sir. I'm just a one who's young, guys. I'm just a cut in the wasabi. I'm I'm a dead blessing, first name present. Never wanna see my mom stressing. Bank deposits, jet setting. Raise a cup to no stress. And give one a good bong, I'm saying. No pandoraka would have never made it past fair. Meaning it couldn't give a link. You couldn't even let me. Front page book magazine. Period. In a meeting, no JD. Manje, God, what's this? So still God. Go some of his initials. 30 and a 30. The flies you can ever get that me.
And that was the beautiful jam, Ingwe, Nay, featuring Given Zulu. You are tuning into your favorite podcast, uh, Coffee Talks with Entrepreneurs, the only platform where we share and grow through our failures in business and share this lonely journey of entrepreneurship. So today I wanted to speak to the topic of vulnerability, about exposing our vulnerability and letting our art come out. Because we rarely do that and as a result most of us we just fail because we are afraid to let our true selves and let the world see our true selves and hence be unique in this very complicated platform that we go through. So the subject that I want to talk about as I said is called vulnerability. And uh, I, I just want to take you back, take you back to when you were still young um, at Crutch, they would say. Um, you know, perhaps let me share my story. We would be called, you know, uh, late in the evening when my parents come back uh, and everyone is sitting there watching TV. Um, for a lack of better word, I'll put it this way. One of the parents would get bored. <laughs> one of the parents would get bored and then they will decide to say, you know what, um, can you please perform something for us, young men? And then you'll have to go in front of the TV and... Uh, and start presenting what you learned for that day. And if you would recall, we had things like, I'm sure you still remember that. I'm sure I'm not the only one who remembers that. You would confidently, confidently perform that. And um, my body, this is my body. And you'll be proud. But have you ever thought that now that you're old enough and you are... On this chain of entrepreneurship and you are trying to give the world a different taste of whatever you're trying to do. Maybe be it food, maybe be it um, um, accommodations, maybe you just want to redesign hospitality, the art of hospitality. And you're doing something different and you want to give the world this taste. But you feel like you are not good enough. And you don't know why. You feel like you just cannot brag enough about it. There's this thing that's holding you back that says, you know what, maybe I need to change my logo a little bit. Maybe I need to work on this uh, business plan first. You know, Maybe I need to do deep, deep, deep research. You know, Maybe I need to get T-shirts. Maybe I need to get a landline and all those things. You want to get all these fancy things and think like, no, maybe I can't approach um, clients without business cards. Those type of things. And you just don't know why are you holding back. To you, you feel like you are preparing yourself. So you keep on getting ready to get ready. And eventually you never start. You feel like you're bound by the magic words. You know, always be humble and things like that. But I want to tell you something today. I want to show you something that will open up your mind. I shared this yesterday um, in, 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 in one of the meetings with the Toastmasters. And I've shared this and I had some of the guests saying that, wow, you just opened my eyes. I've never really thought of this this way. I always thought this is the best way to go about it. So we, we, we tend to be afraid of failing more often. We tend to be afraid that people will judge us and label us whichever they, they want to label us. And we tend to think that because we know our shortfalls, we know that 
deep down we are not perfect enough we are not confident enough we are not intelligent enough or brave as we pretend to be so we tend to allow that to work against us and as a result we hardly expose ourselves and we feel like we are about to fail every step that we take we feel like we are about to fall and i've just learned that this is called attic phobia so phobias are irrational fears related to specific objects or situations and if you experience attic phobia you have an irrational and persistent fear of failing you just don't want to fall no matter how much um you 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 are ready but you just feel like you're going to fall you just don't want to remove those training wheel on your bicycle so not everyone will experience this type of fear in the same way um the severity runs along a spectrum from mild to extreme phobias like attic phobia are, are really bad especially for us entrepreneurs because they can completely paralyze you into um and making it difficult to get on with your task at home or even in your business and you may even miss out on important opportunities in your life both personally and professionally as an entrepreneur and more often it's very difficult to pinpoint exactly why we are experiencing this fear of failure but i've learned that the reasons are maybe it's because you had past experiences where you failed especially if the experience were traumatic or had important consequences like missing out on an important job and also you've learned to fear failing through different situations or you are a perfectionist like me so being a perfectionist is not really a good thing i've learned that with me before i can do something i would research and prepare and do anything else that i could possibly do but to start i would never start i always say you know what i need to present my best self i need to present my best self but i keep holding myself back because of all these preparations unnecessary preparations that i just want to get out of the way first but and and and, and previously it never bothered me that um maybe this is the one thing that is holding me back uh, i thought it was my strength until i realized no 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 this is actually my weakness this is the very thing that is killing my progress i never given it a thought that all i'm doing is protecting myself from shame because i'm afraid that if i jump out i fail and then i'll be ashamed of myself i'm afraid to be vulnerable you see shame gives birth to perfectionism and the thing about perfectionism is that it is not really a healthy striving it is not um it is not let me be my best self let me go out and strive to be myself perfectionism is rather a thought process that simply says if i look perfect live perfect work perfect and do it all perfectly i can avoid or minimize shame judgment and criticism perfectionism is is like a 20 ton shield that we carry around hoping that it will protect us whereas all it does is stopping us standing out and being seen that's all it is a shield for your vulnerability let me tell you something about vulnerability you see vulnerability vulnerability sorry sounds like truth and feels like courage and truth and courage 
are not always comfortable. But one thing that you should know for sure is that they are never a sign of weakness. There is power in vulnerability. Because vulnerability is the birthplace of love, of belonging, of joy, of courage, empathy, and creativity. Let me tell you what I mean by that. Vulnerability is the birthplace of love. With your loved one, you expose yourself. You, they know everything there is to know about you. And because they know about your shortfalls, they love you regardless of that. And you are able to be yourself around them. You are able to belong. Hence I said it's the birthplace of belonging. You are able to belong because you are who you are. And because you are able to belong and be with your loved ones, you are able to really be or feel that joy, that real sense of joy. You've got the courage to do anything that you ever want to do. And most importantly, you become creative. See, vulnerability, it is the source of hope, empathy, accountability, and authenticity. If we want, and if we really want greater clarity in our purpose, or deeper and more meaningful spiritual lives, vulnerability is the path. It is the only way to go about it. There's a saying that you should fake it until you make it. Fake it until we make it simply means expose that vulnerability until you are strong enough to overcome your fears. Until you're strong enough to stand in front of the whole world and say, this is what I'm good at. Regardless of what they might say in judging what you're good at. Accept yourself. Trust yourself. Believe in yourself. Believe in your ideas. Believe in your business. And keep pushing and pushing and pushing your business. Because true belonging only happens when we present our authentic, imperfect selves to the world. Our sense of belonging can never be greater than our love, our level of self-acceptance, so to say. Our sense of belonging can never be greater than our level of self-acceptance. The sooner we accept who we are and agree that, listen, this is my art, and the world has to accept it for what it is. And work on improving it. I'm not saying don't take feedback. I'm not saying don't take criticism. I'm saying do not let that expectation of criticism stop you from exposing yourself, from being who you are. You need to go out there and explore the world. Because your business, your business is dying it's dying to get out there. And the sooner you do that, the better. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Coffee Talks with Entrepreneurs. And with me, Mwako M, I'm your host for today. Tell everybody, go ahead and tell everybody. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Yes, I am, yes, I am, yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. I believe every lie that I ever told. Paid for every heart that I ever stole. I played my cards and I didn't fall. Well, it ain't that hard when you got sold. Somewhere I heard that life is a test. I've been through the worst, but I still get my best. God made my mold different from the rest. Then he broke that mold, so I know I'm blessed. Stand up now and face the sun. Won't hide my t-
questions. I'll be the teacher, you could be the lesson. I'll be the preacher, you be the confession. I'll be the quick relief to all you stressing. It's a thin line between love and hate. Is you really real or is you really fake? I'm a soldier standing on my feet. No surrender.
when we're calculating a cost of a product. There's this thing called markup. Literally means the amount you mark up the cost by. So this is the amount you mark up the cost by. The amount you increase it by, so to say, in simple terms, to get the selling price. So you've got the cost price, then you add your mark up or your increase, and then you get the selling price. And the percentage, 50% is based on the cost, that is the profit, markup, is 50% of the cost. That will be, let's just use that as an example. So let's say the percentage, 50% is based on the cost, and then that, therefore, when you add that 50%, you're gonna make your 50% profit. So your selling price is equals to the cost of that product plus the markup. And then that's the profit that you will be making. And this also helps in scaling your business. It grows. Um, when you consider your markup, you have to consider all the um, additional costs that you have to incur in addition to just buying the product itself. Let's say you have to do deliveries, for example. You have to look I mean take that into consideration as well there's also um, those are who are in those of us who are in services business there's also a formula for calculating the cost per hour for a service business so when you do this you you calculate the number of business hours per month that is six days per week times nine hours per day that is about 54 hours per week this 54 hours per week you multiply it by 52 weeks which is 2,808 hours per year. You then take those 2,808 hours per year, you divide that by 12 months. That means you've got 234 hours per month. Now, to calculate the total cost per hour in your service, you add all the operating costs, that is the salaries, the equipment, the rent, transport, etc. And then you divide the total cost by the number of working hours per month, which is the 234 hours that we worked out. So let's say for argument's sake, if your cost amount to 10,000 per month, you spend 10,000 to keep your business running per month. We divide that by 234 hours, and then that means your rate per hour will be 42.73 cents per hour. That's what you're gonna charge your client in order for you to succeed or to survive. But for your business to grow and to realize some profit, that means you can add a little markup so that you can realize some growth in your business. So more often entrepreneurs tend to select wrong um, uh, uh, prices just because they see that people are, cost, are charging this much and then they decide to go for that uh, amount. Where else? It's not really in line with their business. At the end of the day, they end up running at a loss. So ladies and gentlemen, that is all we have for you today from Coffee Talks with Entrepreneurs. I hope you're going to tune into the next podcast. I hope we've shared something that will enable you to move a step further in your business. I'm going to leave you with a beautiful track by Zonge. I love this track. It's called Tonight. Um, whew, it's a beautiful gem. It's a beautiful gem and I hope you're going to enjoy it. And uh, from me, Mwako M, I hope you enjoyed the show and I hope you have a beautiful day, beautiful evening and I wish you all the success. All the success possible in your business. All right. 
Bye.